the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Well, good morning, everybody. Four minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. My name's Mark Salem. Sitting here next to me is Rob Slagle from SNS Tire, and together we're going to answer your car questions. And we both are going to open the conversation up about tires because that's a really big deal right now, whether the public knows it is or not in the uh, automotive industry, the tire industry. It is a really big deal, and there's not two people that are going to agree about any portion of the dispute that's going on about tires, but we're going to share that with you in just a second. This portion of Under the Hood is brought to you by Quality Transmission. It's important to know that all the transmissions are not the same. The overhauls aren't the same, and the parts aren't the same, because some guys will go in and just fix what's broken, knowing full well the rest of the transmission will get through their 90-day or 6-month or 1-year warranty. That's not what you want. You want the transmission rebuilt with all the parts that wear replaced so that it'll do another 100,000 miles, which is what it got you the first time. Quality Transmission in Tempe is that kind of a shop. Now, they only rebuild probably two or three out of every 10 cars that come in. So there's a lot of cars that just need a, a new solenoid or a bad connection, or they need a new sensor, or they need to be reprogrammed, or they're a little low on pressure. There's lots of reasons your transmission can act up, and not all of them create the necessity to rebuild your transmission. So Quality Transmission in Tempe, he's on McClintock North of University, and he is the only East Valley shop I hang my hat on. That's Quality Transmission. Rob, how the heck are you? I'm doing great, Mark. Thanks for having me on, and uh, good morning, everybody. What a beautiful morning it was out there today. It was. It really, really was. Um, I got up early to feed the horses, and uh, it, I was... I was I thought I should be having a cup of coffee, and there should be the smell of wood burning, and it would be perfect, you know, just absolutely perfect. Tires, tires, tires. Do you sell a few tires? We do. I, I think last year it was the number was about 65,000 of all types, you know, from golf cart, truck, uh, pickup truck, automotive, everything. Big truck. Big truck. Okay. Wow. You know, right now I had a conversation with a um, a friend of mine, and he's a uh, former Michelin engineer, and he is an expert in the construction and composition of tires. I'm an expert in the wear and reading the, 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 the tread and, and, and doing load analysis and inflation analysis, all that stuff. So we're sitting there, and we're talking. Okay, today, folks don't know what we're going to talk about, but today... There's two different camps on when tires should be pulled off the road, right? Yeah, I agree there are. And okay. I, th- I think some of it depends on what part of the country you live in also and the yep. conditions that you live in. You're, you're, you're right, but some of the people in both camps won't go along with that. So some do. The one camp says 
and this is something that just came out because some tire engineer just wrote a paper, and NHTSA, the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, has refused to, to deal with this. Because the industry went to NHTSA, the federal government, and said, we need some guidelines. Because you and I get sued for that kind of stuff all the time. So folks have tires that their attorney says are too old, and we should have told them. They came in for a set of windshield wipers, and we should have checked all their tires, and we should have told them that this is it. Let me give you a couple of examples. There's one right now where a tire shop, uh, somebody brought some tires in and said, would you mount these four tires for me? And the shop does. Two and a half years later, the, a tire blows out, and people die. Kids die. Ugh. So the shop's being sued for $30 million because they installed these tires when the tires were 10 years old. Now, 10 years old seems to be, before day before yesterday in my world, 10 years old was the number for passenger cars and light trucks. And folks, on your side of your tire, most all the writing is protrusion. It's, it's, it's off the side of the sidewall, but there's a branded area on your tire, and it starts with the letters D-O-T. Then there's a string of letters, and then there's three or four numbers at the end, right? Correct. Okay. Now, the three numbers, what do they represent on the three-number side? Three numbers is anything built prior to 2000 when the digits went from four digits to three when they went from three digits to four digits in 2000. Okay, so, so the first two numbers of a three-digit number is the week okay. that was made uh, one through 52 weeks, and the last digit would be the year. Okay. So if we if we just picked a number out of the sky, uh, 405 would be the, a tire made the 40th week of probably 95, but it could have been 85 or right. 75 and so that numbering system didn't work too well when we went to 2000 and so that's they gave us four numbers yep all right so the four numbers are going to be like 36 11 yeah so that would be the 36th week of 2011 okay now popping fresh tires is a big deal um, not too long ago uh, we ordered four tires and one of them was two years difference than the others sitting on the shelf exactly what do you do about that? Well, the manufacturers, uh, most all of that I know of, the warranty starts from the date of purchase. Okay. Okay. So the customer can feel confident that the warranty is the same. Now, you know, depending on the situation, if a customer is going to roll off, you know, 40, 50, 60,000 miles in two, three, four years, a two-year-old tire off the shelf is not a big deal. But if it's, uh, you know, somebody that doesn't drive a lot, that could represent a problem, you know, in six years or seven years, the tires are still half worn and you got one that's even older and, and exactly. that's where it's the problem. You, you're exactly right. You're ex and that you have at least two shops in an area where there's lots of folks that drive three to 5,000 miles a year. That's correct. So you got 3,000 miles a year times 10 years. They got 30,000. Those tires aren't worn out, no. but they're aged out. Right. Now, I want to tell you that according to the legal beagles, there is some discussion whether or not 10 years is actually an industry uh, standard. I do not believe it's a standard because there's a lot of people that haven't chimed in on the standard that need to chime in. Then it becomes a standard. So when, when, when tire company A, B, C, D, E, F, G comes in and says 10 years, then all of a sudden it becomes standard. But there's not that. But... What's your, I'll tell you what mine is. Mine is 10 years, knowing full well that that tire could have been a year old when it was put on the car. 
knowing full well it could have. And it's hard to find poppin' fresh tires that came out of the mold day before yesterday and are on a, in my dock today. So most of them are going to be six months to a year old when we get them. Agreed. Okay. So, so now we have this dilemma that really the tire has a nine-year life, but like you said, from the time it hits the road, it goes to 10. So mine, I'm at 10, and I'm of the opinion that I'm not really going to touch your tire if it's 10 years old because I don't want to be responsible. I don't want to rotate them. Um, I don't want to fix a flat. I don't want Let me tell you a secret. I was up in Payson the other day, and I'm, I belong to a car club up there. And they had an old trailer, and they needed somebody to kind of pull the trailer out of this farm field that it had been at for five, six years. The tongue was buried in the ground, so I had to go over there and wench it up and load it up. And I have a big four-wheel drive, so I got it out of the pasture. The tires had this, 41.9. Probably at least 99 and maybe even 89. Exactly. Exactly. These tires were so old, I was scared to drive it home. I was looking at the tires going, man, these could be 99. They're 16 years old. No telling how long they've been on the car. So I took them, took them to, to the barn, and I stripped all the tires off of it, and I put new tires on it. But I was concerned. The spare, they wouldn't buy a spare. So I had to use the newest, oldest tire, and so I, I put tags on it. You know those make-a-label machines? Yep. This tire was 15 years old on this date. <laughs> you are taking your life in your hands if you don't make sure it has 50 pounds, which is maximum inflation, and if you exceed 50 miles an hour, you're virtually guaranteed for this to blow up. Trader tires. Do you sell lots of trader tires? Lots and lots. Okay. Yeah. ST tires, 65 mile an hour limit. Yeah, there's a couple of brands out there. I won't mention them, but they have a little higher limit. Okay. Um, but the problem is, it's you know, it's not written on the side of the tire. No. So speed right. speed on trailer tires is important. You'd, I mean, I, even if I had a trailer tire that was rated for 75, I don't think I'd tear down the road at 75 miles an hour pulling a trailer anyway. But 65 is a pretty safe number. Wait, see, in the internet though, those tires that brag at 75, this is what they say. Shh, don't tell anybody. They say that if you overinflate the cold value 10 pounds, you can go 75 miles an hour. But what they're doing is telling you to violate a, a firm principle of the tire that it says maximum inflation cold is maximum inflation. So if it's 45, 32, 45, 55, it's, it's firm. So they're actually telling you to violate what the side of the tire says in order to go 10 miles an hour faster. And they're bragging about that. So I'm uncomfortable with that. Yeah. I'm uncomfortable with taking a tire that says maximum cold inflation, 44 pounds, and taking it to 54 pounds. Now, you and I both know that at 44 pounds fully hot, that thing will be 48, 49, maybe even 50 pounds of pressure in it. But the tire's designed for that heat buildup. But to go 10 pounds over and start 10 pounds over, I'm a little nervous about yeah, that. I agree. I agree. And it depends on what the ambient temperature is, too. If it's 115 out, mm -hmm. um, it's going to increase even even more. more. Do you know when the glue starts to come apart in the tire? I'm if I was forced to guess, I'd say a couple hundred degrees, maybe 220. Yeah. 220 I'm told is about when the glue comes apart. Now, here's something that I heard the other day, two things. Number 1, I heard somebody say that they're going to start mounting all the DOT numbers. We used to mount them on the inside of the tire, and they said we're going to mount them on the outside of the tire and we're going to put the DOT number right next to the valve stem. I think I'm going to adopt that. I like that. I, I like that. And we do. Um, the only time we 
we can't or won't is a lot of tires have a mark where they want the valve stem mm -hmm. to be. The tire's pre-balanced when it's made. Yep. And so they, they have a mark on it. But I, I don't know if the mark is, what side of the tire the mark is on, if it's on the DOT side or the not. But yeah. it's nice for people to have it on the side they can see. It'd be great if the manufacturers would put it on both sides. Oh, yeah, especially the tire. Well, even in the directional tires, they only do it on directional tires. On directional tires that only can go on the right side, then you'll see them on both, both. sides because they can turn them around and put them on the other side. It, that's a crazy, it is. It's a crazy idea. So they say that I was talking to the same engineer, and I said, I, I'm taking a temperature gun, and when I stop for fuel when I'm hauling horses and hauling tractors, I gun the tires for temperature at the crown where the tread meets the sidewall, and I'm finding 140 degrees. Now, the other day I went to Tucson with some horses, and the sunny side of the trailer was running 150, and the shady side of the trailer was running 140. Hmm. But it's Big safe. Difference. But I can check all four tires, bingo, 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 because... But I can't check the air in all four tires that fast. Right. So I'm using a temperature gun because someone else is using a temperature gun. And they said, you know what? I, and, and then I talked to another engineer who said, you need to do four places of the tire, 10 o'clock, 6 o'clock, 3 o'clock, 9 o'clock. I'll be darned if the other day I wasn't hauling a big tractor back down from the valley. And the trailer started vibrating. So I get off and I'm walking around and I have eight tires on this trailer with a 24,000 gross. As I'm doing the tires, I can't find a tire. But then I rub my hands over the tire, and I got a big egg. Yeah. I got a big tread separation. So then I start gunning that tire, and lo and behold, in the area of the tread separation, the temperature goes from about 160 to 210. Hmm. So 45 miles an hour from Orm Point all the way home. You made it home without having to change your tire. Without changing the tire. That's the best thing. And and so it's 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 amazing that uh, the technology, but now w when we come back, we're going to talk about this. The new camp says six years. So we got two camps. Some some of the guys are saying 10 years. You take passenger car tires out of service at 10 years. Some guys are saying, no, you take them out at six years, or at least you suggest they should be replaced at six years. And I and, and that, that waffling bothers me because either we're going to say that they need to be pulled out of service or we're going to suggest that they pull out of service. But we can't do both because if I want to sell tires, I'm going to tell you to take them out of service. And if I want to be honest, I'm going to tell you, you should start thinking about taking them out of service. So when we get back, we'll talk about that. If you have a comment about tires or question about tires, questions about tires, 602-508-0960. We'll be back right after this. Hello, I'm Greg May, the proud owner of Phoenix Body Works. I started in 1982 and still love fixing mangled vehicles. I'm proud that for 32 years, my staff has been able to provide the finest collision repair service in the Valley. Industry standards tell us how to fix your car and we don't fudge that. Leave your worry and stress to us. It's what we do. When you have an accident, remember, the law states that you have the right to choose your collision repair shop. All our estimators and technicians are our car certified. We have all the necessary state-of-the-art equipment to fix your vehicle right. We welcome you to visit Phoenix Body Works anytime, even if you just need a bottle of water, a cup of coffee, a snack, or to use our Wi-Fi. Phoenix Body Works offers free shuttle service. Or if you need a rental car, don't sweat it. Enterprise is right next door. At phxbodyworks.com, I will explain the entire collision repair process to you in two minutes. My name is Greg May, and I wrote this message. 
This is Michael Medved for townhall.com. The outsider appeal of Donald Trump's campaign has been based on two assertions he's repeated in every public appearance, that he's a peerless entrepreneur worth more than $10 billion, and that he was funding his own campaign while taking no contributions at all from moneyed special interests. New developments put both claims into question. First, Trump decided that he will, after all, solicit contributions to raise a billion dollars, and he chose a Goldman Sachs honcho to lead his fundraising. Second, Trump told press and public that his tax returns are none of your business, suggesting that he may be vastly less wealthy and less successful than his boasted claim. In fact, a Wall Street Journal report suggested that that's why he's not able to fund his own campaign. And now he has to start soliciting donations. Those who back Trump because of his business genius and his independence from Wall Street money should reconsider the misleading nature of his whole campaign. I'm Michael Medved. Nurse, I need you to apply pressure to the head wound until I can get to it. I'm concerned she's lost too much blood. Oh, no. You in the corner, who are you? You're not supposed to be here. She's my girlfriend, doctor. You need to wait out in the waiting room. Please, doctor, I want to stay with her. Look, she's been badly injured. So if you want to do what's best for her, you need to let us do our work. Please, doctor, she has to be okay. I didn't mean to do this. I love her. Wait a second. You were the driver? Yes, but I didn't mean to. I swear, we we went to dinner. I, I was just buzzed. I only had a few drinks. Just buzzed? Why didn't you tell us that? In that case, your girlfriend is fine. Hey, sweetie. I feel great. You want to get out of here? I can't believe this. Really, doctor? She's really okay? What, are you kidding? No, not really. Nurse, get me a suture kit. Stack. Buzzed driving. Maybe we should stop acting like it's no big deal. Buzzed driving is drunk driving. A public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Transportation, the Ad Council, and this station. Hi, I'm LeVar Burton, and I'm proud to be a book person. How do I choose a book? Sometimes it's the cover, sometimes it's the title. I guess I'm pretty visual. If a book's really impressing me and the writing is really good, I will peek and see what the last paragraph is. Because the endings of books should rock you. I am a book person. And if you're a book person, too, read to a child and spark a lifetime of ambition. Join me at bookpeopleunite.org because reading is fundamental. A public service announcement brought to you by Reading is Fundamental, Library of Congress, and the Ad Council. Welcome back, everybody. 21 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. My name is Mark Salem. Rob Slagle is here, and he is a general manager of three SNS tires on the west side. There's two on the northeast quadrant in the Surprise, the Sun City area, Peoria area, right? That's correct. And then one on Interstate 10 on Dysart, just south. Yes? Correct. Did I get it right? Yep, okay. you got it right. All righty. Thank you. And uh, Rob and SNS Tire has been a, a, par- a partner of ours in the best car repair shops, and I'm happy to say that that I think we had one problem in the last five or six years, and your your father surprised me because his question was, I said, Bob, we got a problem with this one ticket, and he goes, how much is it? And I told him, and he goes, just tell her I'll send her a check, and I was I was astounded by that, but but. Actually, I copied something from him because in the conversation, he said something to the effect of, Mark, you have to take the amount of money and divide it by your gross sales and see what kind of an impact this is really going to have. <laughs> and he says it's, there's a, it's, it's decimal point and then a, more than a two or three zeros before it even hits a whole number. He said, so you can't let this eat you up. And, uh, and, and it, was, it was a good point. Yeah, it was a good point. All right, Action Auto Repairs at I-17 in Deer Valley. And the reason why Action Auto Repair is on our best shop list is because it's a family-owned 
full-service auto repair shop that's been in Deer Valley in North Phoenix since 1983, and I've known Tom, the owner, since 1979. Action Auto Repair has a master certified tech, has a couple of master certified technicians, and he's also got a BMW master technician. They want to help you with your car, understand what they're doing and why, and they'll help you make informed decisions on, like, how long can you wait for this and how long can you wait for that? And what do you need to have done right now? That makes it easy to budget yourself. So if you need an auto repair shop, you're anywhere near I-17 in your valley, may I suggest that you try Action Auto Repair northwest corner of I-17 and Deer Valley. Let's finish our conversation before we go to Jerry. So the six-year camp and the 10-year camp are the two camps that you and I have to somehow align ourselves with. The six-year camp is now the car makers. And for the first time in many years... Tire makers. Um, no, car makers. Car makers? Yeah. Really? Because they're putting it in the owner's manual that because the tire warranty typically does not exceed six years, they believe that you should replace your tires at six years. You know, I, I don't, I don't like that. I don't like that thought process. What do you think about that? Well, uh, if you continue that thought, you know, there the car is warranted for what thirty six months, sixty months. Yeah, it could like be a hundred thousand. So miles. when that warranty ends, are you gonna all of a sudden throw your car away? That's a great point. That's a that's a great point. I, I, I never thought of it that way. I thought of it a little different. Even if a tire is ninety percent used and it, it fails, you're only going to get a ten percent credit because they're going to. The, the the idea behind proration on a tire is is to compensate you for the service you didn't get. Now in Sun City, your area and my area too, with Awatuki, we got customers that might not put forty thousand miles on in ten years, right? Right. But then we got customers that'll put forty thousand miles on in a year. We don't need to worry about them because they're going to change their tires every year and a half, two years, period. Right. But what we're worried about is mom and pa kettle, and we're worried about mom and pa in Peoria and Sunrise or uh, Surprise and Awatuki and East Mesa that puts on two or three or four or five thousand miles a year. Those are the ones we're worried about. So the car makers are starting to tell people in their owner's manual that they need to start getting rid of or looking to replace their tires at six years. I'm bothered by that for a couple reasons. I think it's going to be a perception of most people that the tire makers and the tire and the car makers are in cahoots. Let's let's because if the attorneys had their way, half the attorneys want us to time tires out at five or six years. The plaintiff's attorneys who get to sue us over tires, they, they don't want that. So it's it's kind of a dichotomy. It's it's If we make it six years, then you and I are off the hook when we tell them to get rid of the tires. They don't get rid of the tires. The tire blows. Someone gets hurt, and we were the last one to visually look at the tire, right? Yeah. So I think I, think I, I don't know if I finished telling you that there's, there was a, a shop in town that put a set of four tires on a car. Two and a half years later, one of the tires blew and people died. The shop's being sued for millions and millions of dollars because there's no question that the tires that they put on a car were 10 years old. The problem isn't necessarily that there was 10-year-old tires. The problem is is that everyone in on that camp is saying you should have not put those tires on. But even today, there's no industry standard that demands you and I as shop owners to remove a tire from service at 10 years old. Besides, we can't do that anyway. Right. We can't tell people they have to buy a tire because their tire is 10 years old. Not to mention the fact that by the time the tire is 10 years old, it's really 11 years old because it took a year to get to us to put on the car. 
So we have all that stuff. So now we got the car makers coupled with the tire makers saying six years. Some of the tire and car tire makers and car makers are saying at six years, we want you to tell them that they need to start looking at replacing their tires. Some of them are saying no. The tires are timed out. Now we still have this camp over here for 10 years that says at 10 years. Commercial truck tires, What's the time, what do they say on those? I Again, it's the same thing. They really, there's no set answer on those. But um, commercial truck tires kind of fall in the same category as the guy that runs 40,000 miles a year. Yeah. They run out, they run the tires out in two or three years. You know, these guys are running a couple hundred thousand miles in that amount of time. But when a, a commercial tire is put on an RV, now that's a whole different story. Yeah. Because an RV you know, most people don't use their RV every single day and, mm -hmm. you know, and, and that's a problem. So on an RV, we say six years primarily because of the weight that they're, yep, that they're, uh, you know, dealing with. And, you know, if you have a 30,000 pound RV and you blow a front tire, it's a little different than a, than a, you know, some kind of a automotive standard car when you blow a front tire. Neither one are, are, are great to have, but yeah. when you blow a tire on an RV like that, you've, You've got a problem. You, you got a much bigger problem. I, I agree with you. We're at seven years on RVs. And part of the reason, folks, that the RV tires is a touchy subject is because a set of tires on an RV start at about 2,500 and go to 4,000, depending on how many tires they have. And if it's a 19.5 or a 22.5. Commercial tires, I agree with you. They wear them out long before there has to be a, a limit because those guys will do, like you said, 50 to 100,000 miles a year. That they, Sometimes they'll do two tires, sets of tires a year, or at least steer tires right. a year. So you're right. All those things are 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 an issue. Um, Jerry, we're going to hang you over to the next break just because we wanted to talk tires. And we're, when we get back, um, we're going to take Jerry first. And anybody else, that, if you have any tire issues, 602-508-0960. When we talk about tires, the most important thing is, is what's in your best interest as a consumer. And right now you have two camps, six years and ten years. Those are your two camps. If you have an RV, you got six and seven years. You're six, I'm seven. I think both of us are safe there. Uh, commercial tires, we don't deal with that much. You do, but they, like you said, they're going to wear them out. The real issue has to do with when people go to a shop who's going to misrepresent all of this to them and say, you have to replace your tires. You have to replace your tires. They're too old. Especially if they look at the date code, and the date code says that the tire's 10 years old, but the car is only 8 years old, and it's the original equipment tires on the car. That presents a problem. Okay, Rob Slagle from SNS Tire, Mark Salem. We'll be back talking about tires right after this. You have a friend at Thunderbird Automotive, and his name is Tom Fletcher. In 2003, Thunderbird Auto was a finalist in the Better Business Bureau Ethics Award. In 2004, they won that award. Check them out at the BBB online. They're proud of their a rating. They have ASC-certified technicians. They can fix anything with a steering wheel. Thunderbird Auto offers a free cursory inspection, the same as some charge $49 for. They offer a two-year, 24,000-mile warranty on parts and labor anywhere in the country. If you live in the Northwest area, you have two Thunderbird Autos to choose from. One at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird in Peoria, just west of the 101. And one at Mountain View and Reams Road in Surprise. That's just south of Grand Avenue. For more information, see ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. That's ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. Visit them at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird in Peoria and at Mountain View and Reams Road in Surprise, just south of Grand Avenue. ThunderbirdAutomotive.com 
Did you know Raintree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons, Tom and Paul, operate Raintree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Raintree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Raintree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Raintree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating, and they're also recommended by GarageFly. Raintree Auto Repair provides free estimates, and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. They use the best glasserate paint, and it's waterborne paint, so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. It's been called the greatest libertarian show on earth, attended by Donald Trump, Steve Forbes, Glenn Beck, and the most brilliant conservative minds today. It's Freedom Fest, July 13th through the 16th at the Planet Hollywood in Las Vegas. This year, come here Senator Rand Paul, author George Gilder, Judge Andrew Napolitano, and more. And don't miss your chance to win $25,000 in prizes organized by Shark Tank's Kevin Harrington. Register now at FreedomFest.com and save $100 by using the code SALEM, all caps, at FreedomFest.com. Seth Leibson here, and I need to tell you about something that's happening at Guns Etc., and there's no other place in the Valley where this could happen. Because Guns Etc. has literally thousands of guns and tons of ammo and accessories. For Memorial Day and Father's Day, they are having a savings event, and I'm being totally honest when I tell you there'll be discounts so low that the manufacturer will not allow them to advertise their prices. It's like visiting a small gun show with prices too low to be advertised. If you ever thought about stopping by, Guns Etc. is on Alma School, just south of Guadalupe and Mesa. Take it from me, Seth. It's worth the drive. Every 20 seconds, another kid drops out of school. If we do nothing... 3.5 million kids won't receive a diploma over the next four years. United Way knows that kids who have a caring adult in their life are more likely to make it. And the difference between a dropout and a graduate could be you. Take the pledge to volunteer now at unitedway.org. Brought to you by United Way and the Ad Council. Patriot app tip number four. Want your voice heard? Email or leave a voice message straight from your Patriot app. Just open it up, click the upper left-hand corner, and select email or talk back. Download the Patriot app at your app store today. Become a fan of 960 The Patriot on Facebook or follow us on Twitter today. Just go to 960thepatriot.com for more information. Welcome back, everybody. 34 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. Mark Salem and Rob Slagle from SNS Tire are here at your service. We're talking about tires. We're going to, real quick, let me talk about Automatic Transmission Exchange. And they are in Phoenix. Phil and his staff, since 1968, has been rebuilding transmissions, repairing transmissions, resealing transmissions, and making transmissions tougher than they would normally be. And that's what Phil does really well. Every transmission is thoroughly tested on their new state of the model. Art dynamometer, which means they take your new transmission and bolt it to a machine and run it through its courses. If there's a leak or a problem, then they can fix it then and there rather than put it in your car and find out then it's got a leak and taking it back out, which then takes a couple of days of your car's time off the road. So when it really comes to sophistication, 
Automatic Transmission Exchange, which is on 40th Street in Washington, is probably one of the most sophisticated transmission shops in the Valley. Phil's the owner. He's a good guy. Been around since 1968. Jerry, good morning to you. How can I help you? Hey, Mark. i got a couple of questions for you. Okay. I'll give you one on coolant first. Uh, long life coolant, the universal stuff. Over the uh, factory colored stuff, any opinion, any preference? Um, what are you guys doing? Are you using manufacturers, them? whatever the manufacturer is suggesting, that's what we're using. Okay. We're doing that to some extent, but we're using 50% of the coolant we put in is the long-life coolant, which is amber. And that's the difference, is all the colors mean different colors. There's pink, there's orange, there's blue, there's red, um, whatever. And amber is the universal color, and that's 100K coolant. So if, we can, uh, if the customer is not real picky about having red in their Toyota... Uh, or red in their Ford, then uh, we'll use a universal and an amber. So um, we use both, and uh, and uh, Rob uses. He tries to stick with the, the manufacturer. Um, and there's, I think, 50% of the shops are one way or the other. There's a lot. You can't always stick with the manufacturer because the cost associated with the manufacturer's coolant is usually a steep one. So sometimes you can save the customer some money, but it really has to do with the customer's comfort zone. So that that's that's the answer. But I'm using probably 50% of it universal. Basically, a lot of the universals that are a green color. Well, uh, then then that's not a universal. Okay. A green um, color is a thirty thousand service. Okay, because what I read on the on the bottle, I could give you a name, but uh, it says it's 150,000 mile coolant, but it's not that funky okay. color that was in my car. But, uh, so that was my question on that. Wait a minute. It's not the color that was in your car? No. Okay. Well, what color was it in the, in the, in the jug that had 100,000 miles on it? It's the greenish-yellowish color. Okay. Okay. All right. I, I, I can see sometimes green and yellow is, is confused. But, but nevertheless, okay, you had another question? Yes, the other question was, uh, I'll give it away on my tires. Uh, I've got a trailer that I don't use for like six, eight months at a time. Now, if I take those tires off and I stack them in my shop uh, so they don't get sun-beaten, because even with blocking them with uh, plywood, they do get, you know, a little bit of weather checking on them. So uh, is it better to stack them flat, like on top of one another, floor high, or stack them on their side so you, you get the length okay. out of it? I mean, is there a preference? Rob, right. how do you stack your new tires? Well, for, first of all, I just want to... Let them know that I think that's a great idea with a trailer sitting around eight months. I think getting them off and getting them out of the sun makes a, a big difference. It's a, it's a lot of work, but it, those tires will last a lot longer. And if you do take them off, just stack them flat on the floor. You might put between the concrete and the first tire, you might put a, a piece of plywood or a piece of cardboard or something between them because those tires will leave marks on that concrete. The the, the uh, petroleum in the tires will bleed through so put something between them and then just stack them up in a cool dry place that's that's out of the out of the uh, sun i think that's smart do you have any climate control in your garage jerry no it's a backdoor shop it's a block building so i mean it doesn't much get over about 85 in there maybe 90 i mean okay. there's no sun so i mean it's much better than outside in 110 115 i think Okay, and the other camp is going to say to you, um, you know, that, well, the experts are going to say to you that it's an oxygen issue, the permeation of oxygen or the absence of oxygen in the tire, and they're also going to say that the UV rays. So they say if you put a piece of plywood against the tire and keep it shaded, that's one thing. 
a lot of them say if you put it in your garage i know that you think your garage is 85 degrees but i'd be willing to bet you 20 dollars that on a 110 day that your garage floor is 110 degrees and whatever your floor is is what the ambient temperature is so it, there's lots of different talk but i think i agree with rob the best thing you could do is take them off and stack them flat that's the best thing in a shady cool place um, okay. The worst thing you can do is park them on concrete where the, the temperature of the concrete dictates the temperature of the tire. Like a lot of my trailers, horse trailers, I, I park them either on granite or I park them on plywood. And then that way I don't have that heat transfer to the tire. A lot of times I'll take the load off of them and I'll just put them up on jack stands or something like that. But there's there's lots of possibilities, but your 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 advice, Rob, is probably the best. If he wants the very best, then take them off, stack them flat, and don't mark up your concrete. They make nice chairs, though, <laughs> you know, as if you put a little pillow in them. But thank you very much, Jerry. I appreciate your call. 602-508-0960. Mark Salem and Rob Slagle from S&S Tire. Tell me, and I'm going to guess now, one of them is in Surprise. Yes. And, and what's the cross streets of that one? Oh, it's Dysert and uh, Bell Road. Um, we used to list the cross streets as Grand and Bell, but that's that intersection that's all tore up right now. Yeah. And so, Trying to get to us from the west side of Grand is a little bit of a trick. Anything coming from the east side is not a problem. I say east, you know, east of uh, Grand Avenue is not a problem. So we're dealing with that right now. The stores um, still staying busy. We still have quite a clientele trying to trying to get to us. But okay, then you got another S and S in Peoria. We do 91st and Grand. Okay, it's been there for many many years. That was one of our first stores, and uh, we opened that one in. 81, I think. Okay, and then you've got one on Dysert. Dysert, just south of the I-10. And it's on the west side of the street, because I've been to that yep. store before. Yep. All righty, when we come back, we'll take your tire questions, if you have any more. We're going to talk more about trailer tires, because that's something that uh, comes up a lot. So 602-508-0960, we'll be back right after this. Hi, I'm Dan Davis, and I want to introduce you to Bob Jones and my friends at Quality Transmission Service. A lot of people are hanging on to their cars to save money, but driving an older car means you'll eventually need repairs. If it's a bad transmission, you could be left stranded, and that's a pretty helpless feeling. But help is a phone call away. Quality Transmission is family-owned and operated and has been serving the Valley since 1977. Bob is all about quality, and he's been doing the right thing his entire life. Eagle Scout, two tours of Vietnam, and the very first winner of the Better Business Bureau's Ethics Award. At Quality Transmission Service, every overhaul transmission comes with a two-year, 24,000-mile nationwide warranty. Quality Transmission is AAA approved, rated A-plus by the Better Business Bureau, and is a charter member of Mark Salem's Best Auto Repair Shops in Phoenix. So for all your automotive transmission needs, call Quality Transmission Service. Quality Transmission Service, getting you back on the road. Hello, I'm Greg May, the proud owner of Phoenix Body Works. I started in 1982 and still love fixing mangled vehicles. I'm proud that for 32 years, my staff has been able to provide the finest collision repair service in the valley. Industry standards tell us how to fix your car, and we don't fudge that. Leave your worry and stress to us. It's what we do. When you have an accident, remember, the law states that you have the right to choose your collision repair shop. All our estimators and technicians are our car certified. We have all the necessary state-of-the-art equipment to fix your vehicle right. We welcome you to visit Phoenix Body Works anytime, even if you just need a bottle of water, a cup of coffee, a snack, or to use our Wi-Fi. Phoenix Body Works offers free shuttle service. 
or if you need a rental car, don't sweat it. Enterprise is right next door. At phxbodyworks.com, I will explain the entire collision repair process to you in two minutes. My name is Greg May, and I wrote this message. How would you like to make an extra $1,200 to $7,800 monthly safely investing in real estate tax lien certificates? Hi, I'm Tony Martinez, co-founder of USTLA, and over the last 20 years, I've been investing in tax lien certificates, making 16% to 25% secured fixed returns while acquiring highly discounted properties mortgage-free. Now, I want to show you how to with my 50-page revealing report called Proof Why Tax Lien Certificates Are the Superior Vehicle for Your Financial Success. In my report, you'll learn where to find tax lien certificates, how to safely earn 16 to 25% secured fixed returns, and how to acquire valuable real estate at huge discounts mortgage-free. Now, for a limited time, I'll give anyone that calls a free copy of my powerful new report. Call 800-621-9512 now to get Tony's free report. Call 800-621-9512 in the next 30 minutes, and Tony will give you two free tickets to his crash course, coming to the Phoenix area, a $300 value. Call 800-621-9512 for your free report now. Patriot app tip number one. Not only is the Patriot app great for streaming our live programs, you can access all Patriot podcasts. Click on the upper left-hand corner and select podcasts to find all our great weekday and weekend programs. Download the Patriot app at your app store today. Looking for a radio station that cares about real news and not afraid to go beyond the headlines? There's only one station for you. 960 The Patriot and 960ThePatriot.com. Welcome back, everybody. 44 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. Mark Salem and Rob Slagle here. Kurtz Auto Repair is at I-17 in Bell Road. And why is Kurtz a good place to go? It's because Kurtz has saved Mark Salem's bacon many times. I can't tell you why, but there's a whole lot of people that live and say they live near Bell and I-17. And when that happens, I send them to Kurt, and then I get a nice call saying, they did exactly what you said. They fixed my car. Kurtz is a good guy. He's been around a very long time, since 1987. He works on domestic and import, gas and diesel. He has ASE certified technicians. And Kurtz knows right from wrong. And his technicians don't have his steering wheel, if you know what I mean. So he doesn't dance to their music. He is a very respectful person, but he knows right from wrong. And I think his technicians know that he knows right from wrong. So if you live anywhere near I-17 in Bell and you don't have anybody to uh, work on your car, may I suggest Kurtz Auto. We talk about trailer tires. Trailer tires, the real, here's the, here's the scenario. The problem is, is that I bring my trailer to you, the tags are all gone, you have no idea what the gross weight of that trailer is. What do you do when you low? Let me explain to the folks. If you have a two axle trailer, and let's say it has a sticker for 6,000 pounds, we have two axles, we have four tires. Each one of those tires, if my math's right, if it is. If, if it's wrong, then don't embarrass me. Four tires is 1,500 pounds apiece. So four times 15 is 6,000, so that we have 6,000 pounds of tires underneath a 6,000-pound trailer. But what happens if there's no sticker? What do you do? Well, we use what's on there kind of as a, a road map or a guide. And then uh, you brought up the fact during the break that, you know, you could check the uh, axle the axle. Uh, a stamp if you can read it if you can read it if you can and, read uh, it. i knew that all axles had a stamp but it uh it was a great point that you brought up i mean we can use that as a if we need it 
Well, and, and then, like you say, if if the, the thing's got four 2,000-pound tires on it and it's got two axles, then you think, okay, that's an 8,000-pound trailer, so I need a 2,000-pound tire. The customer doesn't want to pay for a 2,000-pound tire, which is going to be an LT-rated tire or a big ST, a big six-ply. So what do you do then? Well, one thing we don't do is we typically don't uh, put passenger car tires on. Those are less expensive. Um, you know, safety has a cost, yeah. and it's you're being nice, but 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 I I think it's fair to say that we're not going to put tires on your trailer that are going to put you at risk. So, if you have an ST tire, standard trailer tire, I think it stands for standard trailer, special S- trailer, special trailer. Okay, if you have an ST tire, that's a trailer tire. A P tire that starts the number starts with a P is passenger car. Most of the time, you can't get more load out of a passenger car tire than you can a trailer. Then you can go to an LT tire, which is a light truck tire, and you can. So if you have a trailer tire that's 2,000 pounds, you could probably get an LT tire that's 2,500 pounds. And if you do that, you can add some tires to the to the truck. But but I'm sure you guys are like me. I'm not going to put tires on your trailer that's going to put you or your family at risk. I can't afford to do that. So either you have to buy tires that are appropriate for your tires, but if you want substandard tires, then I'm just not your place. You'll have to go find somebody else. Um, I'm just too worried about being sued for things like that because you're going to load that trailer. Just like that car club trailer, it's got a 6,000-pound gross on it, but they say, oh, we, we, we probably put 8,000 in it, so I put 8,400 pounds of tires underneath it, thinking, well, if you're going to overload it, then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make sure my tires aren't the weak link. Right. So I'm going to go up in it. That's an important consideration, folks. It's that way with every car, truck in, 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 the, in the universe, the big trucks, the RVs. If the front axle on your RV is to 12,000-pound axle, then each tire better be 6,000-pound load rating in order for it to be appropriate. I'm sure you see RVs out there with 4,000-pound tires. you got 8,000-pound tires underneath a 12,000-pound axle. That's a problem. It is a serious problem. And that's something that we see on a regular basis. Most of the time, there's a good story behind it, <laughs> but the fact of the matter is somebody bought some cheap tires. George, good morning to you. How can I help you? Yes, uh, I'm going to have to bypass trailers. I want to talk about planned obsolescence. Two months ago, I bought a set of tires from you, Okay. Uh, and Alan had a hell of a time trying to find them. Okay. But uh, he found the first two tires uh, for my Nissan pickup truck, uh, Toyota tires, at your recommendation. Okay. And then he had to really beat the bushes to find the second two tires. This is because... Toyo no longer makes my size tire, and neither does Michelin. And now, you know, these were hard enough to find. Uh, two and a half, three years down the road, you know, 30,000 miles, what am I going to do next time? Buy new wheels? No, no, you're, you're going to step up a size, a half size to the taller, half size to the down. And well, we... it's the wheel size that's killing me. Okay, what the size? Wheel diameter. What's the wheel? 15 inch. I mean, what what size tire is it? Do you know? You oh, remember? it's a 265, 70, 15. Okay. Well, anything yeah. 15, I mean, we're not going to have any trouble finding tires we've, for it. We've run into that one, too. Okay. That's, that's a, that is a tough size. It's a, it's a, you know, the 15 is an older size. But one size that you could go to, they're slightly more expensive. I know for a fact that 
Toyo and Michelin makes them is like a 31, 10, 50, 15. Exactly. The physical size is negotiably different, just barely different. Um, you'd go to a four ply from a four ply to a six ply, but that's not a that's not a big deal. But it's, it's don't sell gonna, your truck. It's not you're not at that point yet. Yeah, keep you, that truck. We're we're gonna have tires for you. Um, like I said, the circumference and diameter might be slightly different. We should be able to tell you the rotation speed of it and to tell you your speedometer is going to be 3% off or 4% higher, 4% low. We can do that kind of stuff. But there's nothing that, prevent, nothing that prevents us, if we don't get a particular tire size, of stepping up or down a size as long as we give you the same load range. So don't, don't worry about it. I'm glad Alan found your tires for you, but, but in reality, <laughs> you don't need to worry about it somewhere down the road. Uh, yeah, and, and as far as tire age goes, on my Myers Manx uh, sand buggy, uh, I have some tires on there. I hate to admit it, but they're probably thirty years old. Uh, but uh, I, I I got them off of a Volvo in a junkyard in Wilmington. Okay, it's well, off road. He said it's a sand buggy, right? So yeah. it's off road. Don't yeah. worry about it. Yeah. Well, that, that needs to each, each tire is carrying three hundred pounds. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, are you saying your wife is 300 pounds, George? Huh? Oh, I'll note that down. George said wife, 300 pounds. Okay. Well, George doesn't have a wife. So. Okay. Well, George's girlfriend is 300 pounds. All righty, buddy. Thanks for calling in, George. Thank okay, you very we'll much. All righty. Good morning, Bob. How can we help you this morning? Yeah, morning, Mark. Morning. Yeah, I had a question. I've got a friend that's got an 86. Uh, Buick Electra, and she's been having for a couple of years now electrical problems. Okay. Where it keeps killing the battery if the car sits for a week or so, it's dead. Okay. She's been taking it to a shop for years. They've been working on it, and they just can't seem to fix it. And they've pulled all the fuses, they've done all kinds of stuff. But uh, I was wondering who you would recommend. We're up on the west side, up by Glendale. Who would be the best to? I think you go up figure there. Figure that out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you guys want any part of that? <laughs> we we would probably try to find an electrical shop. If another if a shop is reputable, I don't want him to say the name, but if the shop that she's been going to is reputable and they can't handle it, it's probably time to step up to a specialist. Yeah, yeah. there is a specialist up there on the west side that has you know electrical in in their name and. And I'm I'm going to tell you that the referral to that facility that doesn't appear on my list is not something you're going to hear out of my mouth. I think okay. if you're going to be up there in Glendale, I think you need to call Mike's Auto Tech and ask him if he wants a part of that. I want to tell you something. Yeah, I know on he's, he's on your list, didn't he? Yes. I think yeah. yeah. I want to tell you something. On a 1 to 10 scale, in my world, this is only a 4. This is only a 4. It depends if you have inductive amp equipment. It's it, if you have wiring harness, or if you have wiring schematics. This isn't a hard thing. The real yeah. question is: is is we need the car for about a week, and the, and realistically is I'm going to charge the battery, and it's at 13 volts. It's fully charged. So at 13 volts, I'm going to disconnect the negative cable and let it sit there for two or three days. I want to know if the battery itself is shorted out internally and it's going down without the car even being connected to it. Yeah, we replaced the battery a couple times. But it doesn't make any difference. It doesn't <laughs> yeah. make any difference. You still have to run that test. Yeah. And then you're going to put an inductive amp probe on there. We're looking at 0.3 or higher. And then we're going to cycle all the electronics on and off, and we're going to use the fuse panel diagram as the electronic map. 
So it says turn on the rear window defroster because this fuse runs that. Well, we're going to turn it on and off, then we're going to shut the car off, and then we're going to let the car sit. But this isn't hard. But call Mike up there at Mike's Auto Tech. I'll tell you, I know who would take this. I know Action at I-17 in Deer Valley and Kurtz at Bell and I-17. Either one of those guys could do this. But Mike's in your neighborhood. Talk to Mike first. But Kurtz or Action, any one of those guys has the equipment necessary to, to find out what the problem is. We just need the car for more than an hour. We need the car oh, for yeah. a couple it, days. She doesn't really, obviously, she doesn't drive it hardly at all, so... That's why by the time she does go to drive it, it's bad. Yeah. So well, they... we we had one of these not too long ago. It was a Mazda, and the t- the trunk light was staying open. The problem was is the trunk light was covered with the box, so no one knew the bulb was there. So every time yeah. you opened the trunk, nothing was there, but the bulb was on. And when the, what had happened was is the box had been shoved in there, which bent the bracket, which the trunk no longer shut the light off. Well, once we determined that this fuse is, we remove this fuse and the draw goes away. You just can't remove the fuse without more work. The review, re, review, removing the fuse means nothing. So you have to see, oh, I just went from 1.1 to 0.3. Bingo. So you have to have that kind of information. So once we do that, we looked at the owner's manual, we looked at the wiring diagram, we got four things on this fuse, we start looking at each one of them, we get to the trunk light, we unplug the trunk light from underneath the car, the short goes away, we check it 24 hours, it's gone, we in, we look up inside there, boom, the bracket's bent. So the yeah, bracket see, and the box. So that, that Yeah, see it with glove box lights and yeah. ashtray lights and all. All that stuff. Well, and then we saw we did a, a module not too long ago on a car that had an air conditioning module that for whatever reason was staying on. And so when we disconnect it, then the short would go away. So we and got on scared. Her car. Yeah, what's weird is I think she was saying her car now, uh, somebody broke into it. And every time she starts the car, the AC just automatically starts right up. She well, that, that would be that would be a good place to start. But anyway, on this module, the module was $450. Ouch. And that was a tough, you know, you get to the point where that module staying alive and the body control module isn't shutting that module off. So is it because the module or is it because the body control module? So with a little help from some tech lines, we were able to determine that it was a module. So I held my breath. I ordered this $450 part. We put it in, and we lucked out. That's worked. But anyway, thanks very much, Bob. I appreciate your call. Rob, I, can you stay with me, or do you need to go? No, we're good. Okay, we're good? good okay, for- well, when we come back, um, we're going to throw the lines wide open. And that number is 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. The lines are wide open. We have five lines. So if you get first now, you'll be first on at about three minutes after 11. That's when we come back. So, again, 602-508-0960. Rob Slagle from SNS Tire. Rob is the big cheese. His brother Dan is the second big cheese. And, uh, and I think your wives are involved or not? To uh, some extent, a little bit. Yeah. Yep. A little. To, a little bit. I mean, uh, they, they like all the social gatherings. I can tell you that for sure. <laughs> oh, God Almighty! <laughs> you talk about digging a hole, man. <laughs> well, anyway, you stay here, and 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 when we come back, we'll take more calls. Again, six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty, and 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 when we come back, we're going to talk more about tires and and inflation and the value of inflation and the default. There's a default for an inflation. There's three places you can find the tire inflation. On the door, in the glove box, and on the tire. So when we come back, we're going to answer the question, where do you go for the default? Because all three of them might be different. 
and oftentimes at least two of them are different so that makes a big difference when it goes to taking care of your tires and last but not least do you know that they have software now to when we upsize tire we can change the decal no i didn't know that. yeah we found, awesome. we've, we've got some so i'll show it to you after the show but it's really neat it does all the weight calculations and it won't print a tag if your tires are not going to be right for that car we'll be right back right after this three-star general michael j flynn head of the pentagon intelligence agency knew all the government's dirty secrets he was one of the most respected generals in the military flynn knew what the intel world had been up to he understood its funding he ordered the first audit of the use of contractors this set off alarm bells the explosive new documentary flynn deliver the truth whatever the cost and covers the facts behind this scandal flynn told the truth he was the most dangerous person for donald trump to hire i find out the worst enemy that i'm going to face in my life is right here in america they took my assessment and they wanted me to change it i was like i'm not changing it they had to get rid of flynn with in-depth interviews archival footage and never before seen personal record to the man behind the headlines i just felt like i was drowning flynn deliver the truth whatever the cost available now watch it today go to salemnow.com salemnow.com